Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. Uh, my guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio uh, is uh, the uh, – he is an editor sort for the 2013 edition of the Hardball Times Annual um, uh, that he and, uh, and Dave Studenman uh, helped to produce together – and uh, his, did I say Paul Swyde? His name is Paul Swyde, and he's joining me right here. He's right, he's not right next to me. He's in he's in Massachusetts, but he's he's here on the uh, the thing. Paul, how are you? I'm doing well, Carson. How are you? Good. I'm all right. Paul, we did the uh, we just recorded uh, uh, a discussion about the THT annual, uh, and uh, I think it went pretty well and uh, gave uh, some information as to what people should expect. Yes, we did. You, you agree? He, what do you, what do we do? we talk about what's in it? We talk about how much it costs. We talk about where to get it. I think maybe we um, rag on our uh, uh, colleague uh, Eno Saris a little bit. Just a little. Yeah, and then you, maybe you talk about your role while you're doing why what Fangraphs has to do with the Horrible Times Annual. Yes. You're it's very agreeable right now. Do you have anything to add? Just that you're a very handsome man. All right, that's good. All right. So listen, that's Paul Swine's voice. You're about to hear a lot more of it. Uh, uh, and it's going to be more informative than, than what you've just heard right now. So uh, please do stay tuned. Don't let this uh, sway you from uh, from listening to what follows. Uh, uh, this is, uh, as I say, this is Fangraphs Audio. Uh, it features Paul Swyden uh, discussing uh, the 2013 Hardball Times Annual, a book from the future, from 2013, available now. And this podcast is uh, available now, beginning right now. Listen to it. Good. Well, don't for God forbid, don't reveal your real age because uh, we know all. Of, uh, no, I'm 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 33. This is my uh, this is my so-called Larry Bird year. I think people might actually call it a Jesus year, but maybe uh, maybe in the Boston area, um, Larry Bird. Yeah, we we Larry Bird has a higher standing. <laughs> <than> <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Larry Bird actually was 33 for most of his life. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, he actually he had, a, he had a mustache when he was born. Yeah, it's why it's why he had such chronic back injuries, <laughs> back problems. I it's should say. true. It's true. Because he was always 33. He was 33 from the beginning. Yeah, he never had. It was it was like a uh, it, it it was a similar to the to Benjamin Button's condition, not precisely like it. Right, yeah, yeah. No, he wouldn't want to be a copycat. No, I understand. So, yeah. um, so we're doing. Are we doing an infomercial? Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to think that we're clever enough that it doesn't have to be a straight infomercial. But yeah, we wanted to talk about the book and, and the awesome things contained within. Yeah, and the book, uh, the book in question, of course, is the 2013. Uh, THT annual, Hardball Times annual, and it should be noted uh, that this book is is um, I say we should note immediately that it's the 2013 uh, Hardball Times annual. That is 2013. Uh, it's this is a book from the future, uh, so far as we're concerned right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but uh, you can buy it today. But you can buy it today. You can own a piece of the future. I think this is probably the best. Uh, the best evidence so far that the world will not end on December 21st of 2012. 
Generally speaking, what has one typically found in the in the THT annual, and then how might that be similar or different um, to what uh, to what a reader might find this year? Right. Okay. So um, generally, there's a there's a season overview uh, broken down by divisions, and then with a, a special section on the postseason, and that hasn't changed. And then there's also been in in past editions. Um, Commentary articles that are, you know, just general commentary, um, you know, analysis, but not hard numbers analysis, I guess would be the, the best way to put that. Um, and then historical articles and then kind of research pieces and and um, and things like that. And uh, that none, none of that has really changed in this edition. One, one thing that we did change is, um, you know, back in the – Back in 2004, when they first started putting this out, um, stats weren't as readily available on the Internet as they are now. Um, so the book would have, you know, 50, 60 pages of, of, of stats that um, that now we just have at our fingertips and, and sort of take for granted. So uh, trying to make the book better, we, we took those 50, 60 pages out and added essays uh, to replace them. Yeah, I do actually remember. It's interesting you note that I remember one of the THT annuals I owned. Uh, I, I don't know if it was in that particular edition or if it had been um, introduced earlier, but there was a stat called what was it? G. Uh, it, it was a gro- sort of like an overall um, average sort of thing, a weighted like uh-huh. a weighted average, like a maybe like a proto a proto woba essentially. That was, you know, it was like a on-base percentage times three plus slugging divided by four. And this was like – it was on the scale roughly of uh, of, of uh, batting average, I guess. And it was – you know, and the idea was to give a better sense of a player's overall um, 
I guess overall batting rates. Uh, what you know, while accounting mm-hmm. for the importance of uh, on base percentage relative to slugging, that was that was the thing that I remember from it, and and that was really the only place you could get that because, uh, for whatever reason, uh, collectively, um, the uh, uh, baseball community had not I guess realized the ease with which it might be possible to upload uh, these sorts of numbers, or or I guess maybe the effort that it required was not uh, was not worth uh, the payoff in the end. I don't know, but right. but they're everywhere. And, now. Um, they're all over Fangraphs. The numbers, right? And and you know, I think back in 2004, 2005, we were still sort of as a community developing the stats or, or picking the stats, weeding out the the stats that needed to be weeded out that we were going to use on a daily basis. I think you know, for the most part, um, you know, we're, we're all we're all have our, our stats of choice at this point. Um, there's not a there's not a ton of new stats being developed and invented. I think there's you know there's analysis that comes off of those and things like that. But I think we you know we've all got everything that we need readily available. And you know having a, a big stats dump in a book isn't isn't as useful as it as it could be. Uh, now here's or, a qu- as it was, rather. here's a question uh, that um, the answer to which is maybe obvious or maybe not. Uh, but I'll say, why is it uh, I'm talking to you about this annual in the first place? Oh, um, okay. So, uh, Stude's obviously is the quarterback for the whole thing. You know, he he um, it's his book. It's by Dave Studeman. Um But I ended up taking on uh, a great deal of the responsibility for designing the book, um, and and I helped uh, edit it as well. So. I was, I was sort of his uh, right-hand man for the project, and um, uh, since he, he, you know, we talked about who should do the podcast, and he said, you know, if you want to do it, you do it. If not, then, and he wouldn't. Since I didn't want to submit him to uh, a conversation with you, I figured oh. I would take that bullet. So, sort of a community service in in one way, really. He, yeah, kind of. So you had to, uh, you had to. Well, so I'm going to guess that you're that you're relatively familiar with the the uh, the content. Um, I, I I mean I don't think it would be smart for us, nor do I think it would be uh, it would do the the text justice to go through every piece. But I'm I'm curious if for you if there are some uh, maybe representative pieces like uh, s- like maybe a selection of two or three that would give a sense of the uh, the the breadth. Of the book, and also, um, you know, maybe some authors whose, na- whose names uh, with which might, we might already be familiar. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think one of the one of the best things about the annual has been the historical pieces, uh, because we generally don't spend a lot of time looking at stuff like that during the year. Um, and, and one of my favorite pieces in the book was uh, by Steve Trader. Treater, I'm not how, I'm not 100 sure on how you pronounce that, but um, his his uh, essay was talking about uh, Horace Stoneham when he came to own the Giants and how he built up the Giants farm system to compete with the Dodgers and you know just you know how things went back and forth between the two franchises uh, during his ownership, which was. 30, 40 years. Um, so that that was a lot of fun seeing, 
Can you give us a paper? What's the uh, what's the rough uh, timeline on, on Stoneham and and the story of uh, of their uh, their their farm systems, the farm system there? Uh, um, he he took ownership. See, now you're putting me on the spot. I'm just saying roughly. Like I mean, I assume the first the 20th century. It was, was it in the 20th century? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. All right. It was, it was like roughly the 30s. Okay. Uh, yeah, in early 1936, okay. he, he took ownership, and, and it lasted uh, until both teams had moved to Los Angeles. Well, the Giants moved to San Francisco. So unless, San Francisco I meant to say California. Are you, sorry, you're, yeah. you're suggesting the uh, San Francisco is a suburb of Los Angeles? Is that the idea? Correct. Yeah, yeah. correct, correct, correct. Correct, says Paul Swain. Okay. Um Okay, so so there's something histo- so something historical like that. Very good. Uh, yep. Now, yeah, and we, you know, there's a there's a bunch of historical essays that you know that you're really not going to find anywhere else. Yeah. Um, and now I noticed a couple other names here, and I know what uh, I know. I, I recognize one of these pieces because Eno Saris, uh, who who's its author, won't shut up about it. Uh, and that's his piece. <laughs> that's his piece on the Stanford swing, uh, and whether it exists. Yeah. I think the idea being basically that. Um, uh, rightly or wrongly, uh, Stanford has been accused of teaching its players um, a certain sort of swing, uh, which has perhaps mm-hmm. made them uh, less uh, prone, especially to power hitting, um, than than one might otherwise expect. Like I imagine Michael Taylor, who was a prospect with the Phillies and has been in the A system since a, since a trade, is is it is one example. Uh, example, but uh, there might be some others. Did you, did you get a chance at all to uh, to spend some time with that essay? Yeah, and you know, um, as you know, we you know we think of Eno as a fairly unique guy, and I think he may have the most unique piece in the book in in the sense that not only is it about college baseball, which uh, isn't really covered in any other piece, but he also you know also uh, did first person interviews for the story. Um, so he talks he talks to the Stanford hitting coach uh, quite a bit and and to some scouts and, and other coaches as well. So it was a it was a pretty it was a pretty interesting piece. Uh, one of the, one of the other people he references uh, is Sam Fold, and um, he references Chris Carter as well. Right. Yeah. Of course, Sam Fold of uh, the Tampa Bay. Well, I guess originally the the Cubs maybe, but uh, most famously of Tampa Bay and Chris Carter. I assume you mean the Chris Carter who who has also found himself in. In um, has he also found himself in Oakland or the other Chris Carter? No, not the other Chris Carter, the main Chris Carter main, from Oakland. The main Chris Carter. It's funny, even uh, even Chris Carter, and of course one is white and one is black. We could just we could note that, but even the white Chris Carter uh, refers to uh, his mother refers to her son as the other Chris Carter. It's it's embarrassing for the whole <laughs> for the whole family. Um, Although I suppose they they really both should be the other Chris Carter because the real Chris Carter is the former wide receiving great. Uh, right, and I think now uh, uh, com- com- commentator somewhere on on uh, the television somewhere. I think on ESPN. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. And uh, oh God, here's a guy. Um, here's a guy you can't you can't stop from running, uh, and that is uh, managing editor of Fangraphs, Dave Cameron. Yes. He, he, he appears and, to, to examine the impact of the new CBA. Is that is that true? It is true, and um, it is an excellent overview, I might add, of the 
of the new CBA, and, and he goes in detail on uh, the Mark Appel case. Is it Appel or Apple? I want to say it's Appel. Let's say Appel and, and uh, go with it. I think actually it is uh, – uh, this is this is uh, frequently ignored, but I would say um, it – it is a it is a rule almost, or it's certainly a, a, a fact of the fact you know that we we um, consume so much of our baseball um, in written form, uh, you know reading mm-hmm. reading about players, especially players that uh, you know if you're a, a major league fan uh, that might be on the you know sort of the, at the periphery of your attention, and uh, I think that we are entirely excused for not knowing how to pronounce their names, and and uh, perhaps we should even uh, celebrate it. Okay. Uh, I think I that, that you and I will both be better off if we choose to uh, not to bemoan but to celebrate um, our, our shortcomings, seeing as uh, otherwise we would just be miserable all the time. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, I celebrate my shortcomings all the time. Yeah, yeah. So. In, in fact, I think that this podcast is a manifestation of that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, all right. So uh, so he looks he looks at a pal. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and just a general... Uh, and overarching ramifications of, of that and and of the of the rest of the new CBA, but mainly focusing on the draft and the international uh, talent pool. Right. Um, and it was, you know, uh, everything you would expect a Dave Cameron article to be, frankly. Yeah. And uh, um, and it's a it's a great edition of the book. And and, and his his article actually highlights. Um, you know, a semi. You know, generally we have an analysis section, but um, there are a few pieces that focused on the economics. So we we changed the title of the section to economics and analysis, um, just to kind of separate that out. That you know, there's there's more. A lot of the strategy nowadays, you know, the financial based. Uh, strategies and so we we have a few pieces on that uh, Matt Swartz has a piece on on the free agent market uh, it was kind of a uh, I don't want to say an offshoot but kind of the next step in his piece that was in the book last year um, which focused on um, whether free agents were be whether you, whether teams are better off buying free agents that had just been on their team or that were on coming from other people's teams, and and so this is the next uh, progression of that. Right, and uh, and there are a bunch of other names, too, uh, who, who we've admitted. Uh, Craig Calcaterra, of course, who uh, got a start at uh, mm-hmm. Horrible Times, or at least uh, early on um, was part of them, and, and has gone on to do uh, uh, to do work with NBC now. He does, he, he, uh, he um, I guess he edits, he either edits or he co-edits with Aaron Gleeman. I, you know, I don't, I don't read their job titles, but uh, I know that he's over there, and uh, I recognize David Lorla, who of course, uh, of course provides excellent uh, um, both written and uh, and uh, audio Q and A's. Um, uh, Chris Swick, um, who, who whose work appears in the the pages of Fangraphs as well, and um, uh, whom is referred to as who's referred to as um, uh, by Dane Perry, of course our colleague Dane Perry, as Murray St. Gorgeous. Um, I think deserving of it. Uh, Mark Hewlett, uh, <laughs> I like yeah, that. I like that yeah, Murray, Murray St. George, uh, Mark Hewlett, who does, of course, is un, uh, unrolling, uh, as we speak, unrolling, outrolling, rolling out, I should say, rolling out, uh, rolling out yeah, his rolling uh, out. organizational top 15 <clears throat> list, um, and Dave Allen, who uh, uh, 
who is not uh, who's who did excellent pitch effects work for us before. I think getting some manner of real employment. I think he ended up uh, getting a real job. I yeah, know. I think I'm not sure exactly what his real job is, but in his bio, he he specifically mentioned that he has uh, much less time for <clears throat> for sabermetrics and uh, and for writing on the internet. So. Uh, his article was a real treat, actually. Right. Um, I think people are really going to like that one. Yeah, he's a, he's. A, I think he does. A, he does some sort of modeling, like uh, ecological modeling, um, which it doesn't. If you're like a normal person, uh, you don't you don't understand what he does. Now, uh, I understand that the real draw, however, apart from all this uh, excellent stuff we've mentioned, um, mm-hmm. the, the real draw is uh, some sort some series of leaderboards that that appear. Throughout is that is that would you would you say that that is a fair case that I'm making? Uh, I don't know if it's the draw, but I would say I would say the, the main that holds the book together. Okay, yeah, well, nah, I'm still going to say main the main event. Main draw. Yeah, the main draw. Okay. The reason why to pick it up. Can you maybe maybe uh, just talk about those briefly? Uh, well, those are written by uh, a, a lovely fellow from Madison, Wisconsin. Not originally from Madison. Wisconsin, no, God, no. But no, no, no. He, he resides there now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, often uh, seen wearing T-shirts with with uh, more holes than you would expect to see in yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I believe his name was Carson Sestouli. Yeah, I don't yes. know if you're familiar with him. I am. I am. The handsomest. Devil, y'all ever meet? Yeah, uh, but those were—I will say yeah. that those uh, those were fun for me to put together a series of of leaderboards uh, for metrics that, um, in some cases, are more of the toy variety. Uh, in some cases, are just you know uh, maybe explain something that that uh, we don't always uh, don't always look at. Those are a lot of fun for that reason. Yeah, and you came up with those in relatively short order. I'm wondering how you chose the the statistics that you chose. I think it ended up being what, like uh, two pitching, two hitting, one fielding, and one um, maybe one personal fielding and one like team fielding. We did like a Babip right. runs from Babip. Uh, yeah, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably one of my favorites is a is a fake stat that uh, um, I invented called Rec, R E R E C K or reckless uh, reckless sitting, which is essentially essentially a way of like uh, because you know typically power hitters. Uh, uh, Batters who are, who are hitting home runs and getting extra base hits, uh, typically they are pitched um, to more carefully than other hitters. But uh, sometimes these power hitters don't want to take the walks that are rightfully theirs. And um, and uh, so this is a way of sort of uh, sussing out the, those those batters. Um, yeah, and I, I found it interesting that uh, White Sox hitters did particularly well in that metric. I don't know if it's doing maybe, well. Uh, yeah, doing poorly maybe. Well, yeah. it, Placed highly. Yeah, right, right. Maybe we should say highly rated. And uh, uh, I thought that was interesting because they they play in a ballpark where they're probably more rewarded than most for swinging for the fences and not taking that walk. Yes, interesting. Uh, good, good points all around from Paul Swiden. Uh <laughs> Now, Paul, where can people buy this? Which the, they'll undoubtedly want to do at this moment. Absolutely. Um, we, we, as I alluded to earlier, we, we're not putting them in bookstores. Um, so we did what is called a direct-to-print option with Amazon, which is you can buy the book and, and have it in physical form um, from Amazon, uh, but they essentially 
print it for you right when you order it. So it's you you could actually call it hot off the presses. Literally, yeah, literally, it might be it might be steaming hot when you receive it, for better yes, or worse. Steaming yeah. hot baseball analysis mm-hmm. served up hot. <laughs> um, you can also you can you can get a Kindle version, yeah. uh, Amazon Kindle, if you have one of those devices, and um, on Barnes and Noble's site uh, for the you can get a Nook edition. Um, and we're hoping to also get a uh, version up for the iPad or the iPhone um, on Apple iBooks, but okay. that is still in the works. Okay. So now, what if I went to if I went to Amazon.com? Uh, and I just wrote in like Hardball Times uh, Annual. Uh, you know, in fact, I've just done that in the time it took to say it, and it, it pops up right here. It pops up right here. Look at this. I could buy it for uh, sixteen dollars. All of that information for just sixteen dollars. Uh, uh, otherwise, uh, I can buy uh, I can buy the Kindle version. Uh, look at this. Which is which is cheaper? Yeah, and so it says order. It says I can get it by November 27th if I order in the next uh, 18 hours. You say they're going to print it and then send it to me in that amount of time. Yeah, that is yeah. nuts. Have you seen have you, have you seen what those look like? Those those versions, those copies. I, I actually haven't gotten my copy yet mm-hmm. um, because the the um, the group that that handles the the printing for Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, for whatever reason, when you when you order like, you know, as as the publisher, so you can get a reduced price, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> those books go out much more slowly. Oh yeah. Uh, so I, I haven't received my copy yet. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm but, sure. Um, uh, but I'm hoping to uh, in the next 24 to 48 hours. So be, in fact, yeah. if you if you ordered it right now from Amazon, you might actually get your copy before me. Wow. Wow, but I'm sure that uh, anyone who ordered it, in, in, including you, would, uh, is waiting on pins and needles. Yes. Well, I <laughs> hope so. I, I'm actually, I don't hope so. I mean, that would that sounds painful. That's true. Yeah, it would. It sounds painful. Maybe don't do that. But uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Uh, that's great, Paul Swiden. And uh, I guess unless you have anything important to announce, we'll, we'll let people go so they can uh, give uh, uh, give uh, give their attention to purchasing the Harbaugh Times Annual. Uh, yeah, I think that'll I think that'll do it. Unless there's something else that you wanted to add. No, I don't. I don't need to say anything. I just you know, buy it. I guess buy it. Um, we said this wasn't an information. Yeah, that's, that's important. Yeah. I say buy, buy it. it. It's a yeah. call to action. Uh, that's a call to action. Go buy in, it. In, in fact, they should. People should actually buy more than one copy. Yeah. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure, there are people that like baseball that they know and right. make a great Christmas present. For it could them. make a yeah, great. I mean, Christmas present, holiday gift, maybe a or even a Hanukkah present. Yeah, or right. A Kwanzaa present. What about this? If you celebrate those holidays. What about this for Hanukkah? Give it to. Um, Give it to a Jewish baseball fan on uh, one uh, one on every day, you know. Uh, I like it. Yeah. First, first day, uh, Harbaugh Times Annual. Second day, Harbaugh Times Annual. You know, I mean, that way you always have a you know, one copy f- for each day of the week, and then maybe another one if you travel or something like that. Yeah. Right. Well, they can buy the the physical edition one day, and then the Kindle edition the next day, and okay, then the book yeah. edition the next day. I see. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, that's great. That's that's the other way to think about it. I didn't even. That's why you're on the case, uh, Paul Swyden. You're on the case. Does this seem like uh, what like they have to do for NPR when they do uh, what's the the fundraiser? 
The, or the, Callie, what's it called? Pledge Drive? Yeah. yeah, Pledge Drive. This is like Pledge Drive. This is like Pledge Drive. But it, it, yeah, cause, pretty much. Did your, did your wife answer you, by the way? She did, yeah. She's in the other room. Yeah, she's okay. the reason. She's I, the reason. You know, I, I like to, it's good to, it's good to know that she's not ignoring you. Uh, not, yeah, not this, in this particular case. Um, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I, that, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Yeah, this is, a, I mean, it, it's sort of like pledge drive, except you get the whole, it's the cost of a book and you get a book. So it's kind of like not a pledge drive. It's like a book right. that you buy. Is the other way of right. thinking about it. But it's, you know, it's sort of a pledge drive in the sense that, you know, we want to keep doing these and, Right. You know, if you if you want us to keep doing them, then then you should yeah. support them. Yeah, you should you should keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, cool. Well, well, cool. Um, well, thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, you stick around for a second, but thanks for joining me, uh, Paul Swiden, uh, to to discuss the THD annual uh, uh, and uh, what's going to be inside of it and how you get it and uh, for explaining the some of the pieces. Thank you. Not a problem. Yeah. All right. All right. That is uh, that is Paul Swiden, a contributor to Fangraphs, and yeah, were you co-editor type uh, help um, copy editor of uh, the the new edition? Is that what are your titles? Do you have titles? I don't really have a title. I, yeah, editor and, and designer, I guess, is, yeah. uh, were my roles, but yeah. I don't think of them as titles. Most bearded uh, participant, I think, in the production of the. I, I think so. Oh. Although Sid's avatar is a cartoon character, so I'm not sure if he actually has a beard or not. All right, that's true. Okay, well that is Paul Swiden. I'm Carson Destouli, and this has been uh, a uh, this has been an edition of Fangraphs Audio, where we tell you about a product we have, and that we're excited about, and we did for the people, and then you you buy. It. So thank you very much. Bye. Mm-hmm.